Hollow Cult, welcome back to another rendition of the good old night shift. Hoping everybody has had a good first half of the week. The rough half's over. It's all downhill from here. Thank God. That's no lie. No lie. What's everybody up to tonight? The chat's already popping off. I see all a whole bunch of familiar faces and a whole bunch of new faces. Yeah. What's up? Make sure to hit that subscribe and like button over at the uh, <clears throat> old YouTube so you can get notifications. A lot of times the YouTube notifies them wrong. So I don't know if you want the notifications or not. I don't know. It's whatever. Probably not. I hate notifications. Same. Any any red number on my phone or noise my phone makes, I I don't like it. And no, Randy, I am not feeling okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have been a little bit of a head cold the past couple of days. Working out in the awesome weather doesn't help much either. But <laughs> bills are bills. They must be paid. Just a, commit to your sacrifice. That is a work life. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's think. What kind of uh, new weird shit's going on in the world? Did you see the uh, the fallen angel in Russia? No, what? Apparently it's a hoax, though, but it's, it oh. looks cool. A couple guys, uh, I think they worked in a mine or something. And they dug up a statue of a angel. It's really ominous looking until you really pay attention. And it has like a cloak on, which makes it look super cool. And it's I think it's holding the sword and the shield. Oh, pretty cool looking statue. But the cloak, the cloak doesn't it doesn't match. Like if it if it has been buried for a long time, like it doesn't match. They just added the cloak. Yeah, that's what I kind of feel like. And then I saw uh, the boys over at AFK Discussions. They posted a story on Instagram where they recently dug up like a massive demon slaying sword over in like Japan or something like that. It's pretty gnarly. Oh yeah, like it's like Hell an oversized yeah. sword, and apparently it's it's for slaying demons and stuff. So that's pretty gnarly. I wonder if they'll send it to us. Just hang it up over the. Hall Sky is a cult sign. Oh, man, that would be awesome. Uh, I know me and Kyle talk about it a lot, that we're very different. He said he hates red notifications, and this is just for everybody to see here. You can see my emails. Yeah, that's 32,000 unread emails on my uh, personal email. No. So, yeah, I get, like, work stuff, and I just... I'm not really into work emails, so I just say, nah, it's fine. I get... I have three emails on my phone and I never have more than 12 and then they all go bye-bye. I get rid of all of them. Once that thing hit over like, I don't know, 50, I'm just like, it's a lost cause. I ain't even dealing with it. No, nope, I can't even deal with, with the numbers. Can't deal with the numbers. <laughs> They're giving you all kinds of, uh, all kinds of health tips over here in the, in the chat. <laughs> I don't even know what a hot toddy is. I, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> and they're giving me email tips. Just delete it and start a new account. 
It just crossed my mind. Probably the best case scenario. I like to live dangerously. You know? Some men just want to see the world burn. And don't have your emails. Yeah, don't check your emails. (laughs) Um, What else did I see? Uh, I did see... uh, It's kind of a true crime-y thing, but it's also kind of weird where uh, this woman, I think it was in uh, Germany... Uh, murdered her doppelganger and then took over as her doppelganger i had it pulled up that's very strange yes and uh let me see here i'll hit the googler real quick and uh talk about it yeah woman accused of killing look like and then faking her own death So this is from CNN, so take that as you will. German police arrest woman for allegedly murdering doppelganger to fake her own death. The German police have arrested a woman on suspicion of murdering a doppelganger she sought out online in order to fake her own death. The 23-year-old German Iraqi woman is being held in a prison in southern Germany in connection with the death of a 23-year-old Algerian woman. A police spokesperson said... Uh, the parents of the suspect reported her missing in August on August 16th of last year. So she's been doing this for almost for over six months. Pretty damn fake, fake in life. Yeah. Just being murdered. Somebody took their identity, faked her own death. I don't think that counts as doppelganger. I mean, the I don't know. I guess it's more like look- identity fraud. Yeah. I mean, but the person had to look enough alike. Yeah, that's true. To be able to pull it off. It's a very strange choice of words. Yeah, they only figured it out from autopsy and DNA analysis. That's just bizarre. That's bizarre. This this opens a whole rabbit hole about people who have used their doppelgangers to commit crimes. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no. So if my doppelganger's listening and... Wants to be my fall guy. We can set something up, rob a bank or something cool. Or something cool. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have to be all murdery. Yeah. My uh my next episode is a little true crimey. That's out of your wheelhouse a little bit. Yeah, it's it's uh it's fun though. And I wrote finally I wrote one the other day on uh Troy was in here last time talking about it. The What's her name? Erin Valenti. She made her last phone call. She said that we all live in the Matrix. Oh, and then disappeared. And then, no, she magically died. Oh. Hmm. And they don't know. They don't know how. Like, there's no. They did an autopsy. Um, didn't find anything in her system. Nothing. No defense defensive wounds or nothing. It's a really bizarre story. It's 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 pretty interesting. I did as much digging as I could on it, uh, but I, I think people will like it because it's it's interesting to say the least. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it because yeah, it's it's cool. I've been digging into some things, working on some research, like about all of those um, European like defense scientists that got murked. I mean. 
committed suicide right in the early 90s i've been digging into those cases and shit's weird shit is weird definitely makes you wonder yeah but that happens a lot you know yeah how many times i've heard this guy found the cure of cancer. Well, he he's dead. This person Oops. figured out how to make engines run on water. Well, they're dead. It's just yeah. kind of the way it goes. Yeah. I'm also working on that episode um, about the guy who may have been getting calls from him from the Men in Black. I hope to have that put together before this weekend so we can record it out. It's going to have a yeah, bunch of... Cool. Uh, a bunch of uh, recordings to add in there. So, oh, dude, speaking of which, chomping. Somebody sent me a super fucking bizarre thing on Instagram. It's some new trend. I can't quite remember. I, I, well, my Instagram gets flooded, so it's hard to find them. But it was something like get a group of friends, sit in a circle, and at the exact same time call the person to your left like everybody in the circle does it all at once they each call person to the left and i don't remember if you let it connect or if you hang up or something like that oh on a phone yeah you 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 all sit in front of each other you call the person to your left and then apparently this girl picks up but apparently she's from another dimension and you get to ask her any question and she will answer answer it honestly but in return she gets to ask you a question and you have to answer it 100 percent honest and they didn't they don't elaborate what happens if you're not honest i ain't even honest with myself so she's got to figure shit out (laughs) it sound it sounded cool now whether it's true or not you know take it with a grain of salt but it's a very interesting concept for sure. I've got I've got a book on the shelf back here about uh weird like games, I guess. Like the elevator game and like the stiff as a board and all that shit. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of them back there. Maybe we'll have to see if we can't call an alternate dimension. That would be that'd sick. probably be scary. That'd be sick and fly. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like I mean, it at all. If if they've got an answer, answer any question in the world. How do you know if they're being? How do you know if they're being honest? No, you don't. Solid, solid. I mean, yeah. And who's yeah? Who's to say that they're going to be honest with you? Yeah. The elevator game is another one that's kind of creepy. It's been in a lot of creepy pastas too. Yeah. And then there was the girl. What what hotel was that? What was the girl's name? Uh, Can't Alyssa remember Lamb. her name. Alyssa Lamb. Yeah, that's it. I forget what hotel she was at, but it was... Man, I can't remember it. That whole... I'm, I'm thinking about doing a whole episode on that. that. If you dive down the rabbit hole of that, that case... It's a weird one. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, fucking... Yeah, the Cecil Hotel. That's right. People in the chat hit it. Yeah, yeah. 
Thanks, chat. You're real. Out there killing the game. Almost a triple digits. Come on. Keep bringing your friends in here. Keep oh, sharing wow. it. I didn't, didn't realize we was that high. Get the likes, get the likes are rolling. The last uh, time I but, looked, it was like 70. And, man, I can't remember some of the some of the details on her case, but I'm going to have to look back into it. But she was on. Yeah, there's video footage of her in the elevator, right? Oh, yeah. Acting she's all scared that, and shit. She's doing that, the weird stuff with her hands where her hands are yeah. bending all weird. Yeah. It's uh, weird. Yeah, that was that was the lady they found in the water tank. Yeah. Somebody was asking. But there was something about some sort of some sort of uh, virus or something broke out either in the hotel or was something that she was suffering from and the vaccine for the virus was called the lamb elisa spelled exactly the same what? as her name only i've backwards. never heard that part yeah i've never heard that part that's interesting it's terrifying that's interesting and then that movie Dark Water came out. And yeah, I do remember that. Usually the same thing. Yeah. That's fucking bizarre. So much weird stuff. It is weird. I, I saw I saw this dude on Instagram. Uh you know how there's been a I can't remember. Well, there's supposed to have been a bunch of movies and stuff like The Matrix that have predicted nine eleven. This homeboy found an old, uh, what had that been? It was like, a, I don't remember if it was a comic or a cartoon, but it was an Iron Man. I think it was a cartoon. I don't even, it might have been from like 94 or something like that. That it, it has the pictures in it of the Pentagon getting hit by a plane and the Twin Towers. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. The exact same. The exact same thing. I'd Super like to get, bizarre, man. I'd like to get my hands on shit like that. Yeah. Just to have it. I have to find him again and proof. see if see if it's a comic book or if it's a cartoon. That's why. Because the, the, there, the, there was still, a whole the bunch he had were very comic booky, but it still could have been the cartoon. There was a whole bunch of stuff like that that alluded to the uh, towers being hit years before. Yeah. Like I said, I know. The Matrix did it. Then you had the Illuminati card game, which I believe it came out in 96 as well. 94, 96. Yeah, there were several murders at the... Uh, at the Cecil? Cecil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Lone Gunman episode, they talk about uh terrorist attack with the hijack plane that came out before yeah. uh, the attacks. Oh, I also saw that they had released a study on. Um, they actually put time into the study into this study, where they took a bunch of statistics and they mapped out the cities you're most likely to survive a zombie apocalypse and the cities you're most likely to die in. That's and, Who did that? Who did that? Uh, I don't know. It was on, but news stations have picked it up, and news stations were starting to play it. Like on recently. I saw, yeah, I saw oh, one. Right. Like CBS news anchor was talking about. Like obviously, New York's going to be the worst, the worst place to try to survive because the population is so massive. But like yeah. in the top five of Chicago, New York, uh, Los Angeles, I think, 
pretty much all all the big population areas yeah uh i think tampa tampa florida oh there's hundo it triples nice Nice. good job hollow gang getting there but (sighs) the weird thing about that the thing that kind of set off my uh alarms is they usually do this dumb shit like kind of pre-program us to what could be coming down the line well did you and if this is have you, have out, you, oh, you probably don't have the hbo max or whatever do you yeah i do oh you do have hbo yeah have you watched the last of us no you should watch it it's cool it's it's that. from the video game but in that one it's essentially uh the, it's it's essentially a zombie apocalypse, except it's done with fungi in this one. Oh, fungi and, and you know gets inside people, makes them crazy and shit. And then yeah, like they, and then what, what's terrifying, dude, is there's a scene that I watched and spoiler alert, but uh, tune out if you these, haven't seen it. Yeah, there's all these bodies laying on the ground, right? And they're kind of they're being dormant, like they're all just laying there he kind of explains something to you and you're like, well, that's interesting. But you see it later on where they go into a building. There's this, there's a, a fungi zombie on the ground and it starts to move towards him and he shoots it. Well, a, some of the fungi comes out of his hand and touches another piece of fungi. And then it alerts the entire system, the fungal system, because it's all connected in roots and shit. So it alerts the entire fungal system as to where these things are and all them dormant bodies get up and they start running toward the location. Great. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Uh, I mean, I'm waiting for it to happen. It already takes over insects and shit. It's not that far of a stretch for it to take over humans. I saw a picture of, I can't remember what kind of bug it was. It just looked like a little beetle. And it's, it's whole like, like everything from its head back was hollow and gone the fungus yeah. was just controlling it's it's like nerve center every it had just everything else was devoured it does that with grasshoppers and i'm like make the grasshoppers jump in water and kill themselves and that's uh and how would you even stop that you know fungus spores and shit uh the pile know, of dead bodies reminded me when uh me and dylan were playing daisy one day when we first started playing and I'm um, walking around and I see this whole pile of other players just dead. And I was like, damn, you know, somebody probably got in this big zombie fight. So I go over there and I start looting bodies. And all of a sudden through the proximity chat, I hear someone like menace- menacingly laughing at me. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? And then they shot me. But that's, <laughs> that's the totality of my story. Yeah. I don't know, man. That yeah, you should definitely check it out. It sucks because it's a week to week thing. I think they release it like an actual TV show. Yeah. So that kind of that kind of bums you out, but dude, it's it sucks. Like it, <laughs> it really sucks. The fact that, and it is. It's oh, I'm I'm with fact. you there. This yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know me or have seen me. I'm not really a runner. So, speed walking zombies is about as good as it's well, gonna get. In 28 days later, they were Olympic sprinters. They weren't runners. Those they things, they ran like pissed. the fastest people on the planet. They they were born pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, it, it wouldn't take much, man. They're right talking, whatever they talked about, the zombie, which I know it's not, 
you know exactly what it is but they talked about the zombie virus being pulled out of the the ice caps and stuff oh yeah the melting permafrost yeah. and, shit. and then uh what was it i saw that they basically admitted to altering some of these viruses that have been going around here lately uh yeah right i mean it's just there's so much coming out all at once like you said i didn't hear them talking about like why would you even bring that up about best city to survive a zombie apocalypse in programming if i find it again i'll send it to you it was some cbs news station that's fucking bizarre, I, I know dude. they used uh like fungal networking to map out like Tokyo scientists used it to map out their subway system. And the that's weird the fungus actually found quicker, faster ways to get where they're going. So they revamped their system to be more efficient based on the way the fungus would route itself as opposed to the way humans designed. That's it. so crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that possible? Mushrooms suck. This is a strange movie. Yeah, that is a fucking fact right there. Yeah, the movie. <laughs> this movie sucks. That's not strange. It sucks. <laughs> it absolutely sucks. Um, let me think. Been having any weird dreams, Kyle? Mm, no, not really. I don't dream much. I don't either. I don't know if this was a dream or if it was not a dream. My mom told me she had a weird dream. And we were somewhere, and I was outside of the house, and I was locked out. But I kept telling her to unlock the door and let me in. But she felt like I wasn't me, so she wasn't letting me in, which is creepy. That sounds about right. Yeah. But something happened to me the day before yesterday. Um, I usually fall asleep and put like a true crime podcast on because... A better way to lull myself into unconsciousness than listening to crime. And my podcast player won't continuously play, so it'll shut off. Well, I woke up at like four in the morning and I'm hearing noise from the living room. And I thought Sarah had left the television on, but which she never does. She's like meticulous about having everything shut off. At the same time, she looks up and is looking out acknowledging the noise that we're that we're both hearing in the other room and then she turns a podcast on her phone and just turns it up louder than the noise that was in the opposite room and then i just for her give her i'm like all right she's like nope not doing this cool not doing this at all cool so i don't know could have been some could have been some spectral entity watching television in my house, listening I mean, to podcasts. That's not so bad. It's probably why my electricity bill was fucking almost six hundred bucks. Well, I think that has to do with greed, but that's me. That's true. I mean, that's true. That's kind of the way of the world anymore. Just a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. It's a it's a grim, of the grim day. thing out there. I forgot. Oh, what I was what's? Say. I'm gonna peep through this. All the chat's firing off again. Y'all are I'm trying wild. To think, trying to think. Tokyo Drift August. Oh, there's a, bon- a bunch of creators in here. Going. Burton's in here. I saw Strange Road in here. I saw AI fellas in here. 
the whole gang. Good. We need everybody to show out. Hell yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Son of a gun. I know people send me a bunch of weird shit on Instagram all the time, though. Some of these reels are out of hand. <laughs> Some of them, I'm like, man, that if that shit's real, that's insane. It's a problem with technology now. It's its own worst enemy. It eats its it eats its. Oh own. yeah, yeah. Because the technology that you have to get good evidence is also the technology they use to fake good evidence. So it's impossible. The double-edged sword. Yeah, it's it's impossible. Even with good evidence, people wouldn't believe it. No. <clears throat> no. Who was it? Oh, Jeremiah from Bigfoot Society posted a question the other day about I can't remember exactly what it was. Something like would, would finding proof of Bigfoot change your life and how or something. I don't know. It was something like that. Something about asking about proof of Bigfoot. And I was like, shit, for us, it ain't even about proving shit. It's just about seeing it. That's all we care about. Yeah. I don't, only... I don't need, I don't need to prove it to anybody. Exactly. That's where I'm at. That's not, that's not just, what I'm here for. If I can just prove it to myself. Like, yeah. The big dude's real. That's all I need. Yeah. Because even, I mean, nobody's going to believe you anyway. I mean, that's what I mean. Some of us, some of us will believe. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't need, I don't need validation from anybody. I just, I just want to see it and then I'm going to tell everybody about it. I mean, yeah, would I love to prove stuff to people? Sure. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to get the opportunity to. Somebody, oh, yeah. Somebody did send us some Yowie tracks from uh, Australia oh, yeah. the other day. They're pretty, pretty cool. I don't know if I can pull them up here. But that is uh, so something else about the cryptid that I haven't dug into very much. I saw I where was to. that? Was it an email? Yeah, it was I an saw... email and they posted it in the Discord. Oh. No, not that where somebody was talking about this lady would sleep in her tub because lights would come into her house and be looking for her. I can't remember where I saw that. Oh shit, I did I think that was an email. It might have been an email. That's terrifying. But, uh yeah. I remember when I had those dreams and it was crazy. And that night, the same night, um, me and me and my wife saw the the UFO together. It's pretty good. Yeah, we track. See the toes. Yeah. I don't have a reference for how big it is, but it's pretty cool. They sent a video as well that uh, had the whole track path. Uh, the same night, me and my wife saw the UFO. She that's that's why we saw it. She was woke up by lights coming in the window, and then she woke me up because she thought somebody was outside shining a flashlight in. Oh, that is fucking weird. Well, oh, that that does remind me of something. I know we're just firing off on all all cylinders here. Uh, Mark Roberts in the chat says, "My buddies recorded some Bigfoots talking to each other for two to three minutes straight about two months ago." Well, if you'd like to send that our way, if you can get it, that would be wonderful. But uh, my mom was leaving the other day, 
uh, leaving early in the morning. She is about four thirty, five o'clock. And at the same spot that I heard the whistles, my little brother heard the Yahoo. She walks out and hears two whoops from up on the bluff. Good. We're, let's go find Bigfoot. I got I got night vision, bro. Yeah. I've got stuff too. So we can we, we need, are, we're gonna I need it. I need military grade night vision though. I need the full headset. I got Amazon Prime grade night vision. I mean that's equally as good. We just need to get we in the headset version. Tape them both on. It does take video recording and still shots. I mean if we if we figured out a way to tape them on, I'm okay with that too. Our peripheral will probably suck, but it's whatever. We'll get used to it. No, we we're not trying to see Bigfoot from the periphery. We need yeah straight on. No, I just mean it gets it gets weird walking when you don't have your peripheral vision. Yeah, I, I remember back. Does anybody remember uh, Modern Warfare Two? I bought the deluxe edition, and it came with night vision goggles, <laughs> and they worked. But it was a son of a bitch walking around. Do you still have them? No, I don't know where I don't know where they are now. Damn it, dude! That's like from fucking fifteen years ago. I know. Well, we need them now. I know. Well, none of my military buddies would ever get me a pair. They're like, oh, it's it, they're logged or kept track of. Can't get them for you. I'm like, that sucks. You guys suck. Get a better job. Do better. Yeah, get us better stuff. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same camp here, Virgil. Uh, like, like I've said, even if if all it takes is one sighting, one of the hundreds of thousands of sightings, to be an actual Bigfoot, and it exists, just one. See, look, I'm not the only one. Big oh, bow, told us so. I told us so. You want to practice walking with them because they are really good at causing face plants. We are not going to be good at doing Anything? stuff. At doing stuff. Oh yeah, that's, that's why I, I like about. I got the. That's why I like I got the the monocular. I can yeah. I can do like you know. And yes, thermal is probably better. But what I was thinking before I lost the train of thought <laughs> is that we can tape one night vision. To one eye and then one thermal to the other eye. I that will get a migraine of both worlds. I can't even use the Oculus. You want to talk about a mind fuck walking around? I'm not that good at walking at Period. all. Period. Yeah, I feel that. People are watching the chat. We've we're in triple digits if you count the uh, our friends over at the Facebook. We got 107 in here now. Yeah, it's pretty good. I saw 111. That's a new record. You guys are just constantly stacking I'll them take up. It. I'll take constantly it. Constantly stacking them. Oh, people want people said at Hollow Camp we can have night vision practice. Well, now we gotta start a camp. I guess. We I mean you could rent you could rent camps in Market. That's where the squash is. Yeah, why not? The cabins are shit. I never stayed in the cabins. I did like in a church group when I was in like eighth grade and there's like no air conditioning and it's just, I'm not into that full of bugs. And I'm definitely not into that. 
I mean, it's expected if you're outside that you're going to have bugs, but not inside. No, no, no. If we do a hollow camp, we can, like, if we do it at Pure Market, we can just, like, go out, kick it until, like, one, go home, then, come back. Just, just go stay in the uh, military base out there. Oh, there is. If we do do it at Pure Market, do do. If we do do it at Pure Market, there are abandoned, abandoned Nike missile bases there. Yeah. What a better place to do a live stream. I'm game. Yeah, right. And then we're going to get arrested. There's some dude, some dude from school that was younger than us. I think Dylan's age. He used to do urban exploration and the kid posted it to YouTube being in the Nike bases and the DOD, as soon as they hit, they were on him. Like, take that down. Yeah. Take it down immediately. And he's like, I believe you guys don't even use them anymore. They're like, we're not talking about it. Take it down. This isn't a conversation. I'm not asking you to do anything. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this is take it down or we're going to take it down for you. Right. No, I'm not, I'm not about that life. <laughs> and Dylan said he deleted everything and went ghost. Yeah. I haven't even seen the kid. And he may have been, been ghosted for himself. Well, that sucks. Because the dude was all over on YouTube for a while. He was. Doing all sorts of like abandoned explorations and shit. And that's, as soon as that got out, <laughs> just don't go getting disappeared. Well, Ross, I I hate we've to been inform trying. you. We've been it's, trying. That's that's inevitable at this point. It's inevitable. It will most likely happen. That means we win. Then we'll be the new hide and seek champions. We've ruffled enough feathers that we can rest easy at the bottom of some lake somewhere. <laughs> I say, I don't. Oh man, I ain't trying to go out like that. I'd rather be. Um, what's the word? Self-expired with a double tap to the back of the head, <laughs> <laughs> then thrown to the bottom of a freaking lake. That's the way they all do it, right? I'm not trying to drown, man. I don't even like water. Except when I can drink it. I'm not yeah. drinking out of a lake. <laughs> I guess I could try. Maybe maybe urban exploration isn't the way to go. Shout out to Burton. He's got a new uh, new podcast. He's got Rolling. I know it's at least on Spotify because that's where I listen to it. We'll roll on over there and check it out for sure. Don't get arrested for ghost hunting. Oh, that's another story right there. Let me pop that up. Got ghosted like the dude in Canada that filled a giant, filmed a giant on top of a mountain while driving down the highway. Dude did disappear. If I remember correct, I thought Tony, I think Tony tried to get a hold of him. To, uh, well, I can tell you right now that I listened to something not too long ago from Tony. I don't remember if it was on a live or a reel or whatever the fuck it was. But he said he has it on good authority. Dude was fabricating those videos and he clipped himself. Yep. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong, you know, but I'm almost 100% positive that's what I heard Tony say. I think it was alive, one of his lives. Because somebody brought it up and because he, and then he started talking about mental health and how important it is and, you know, not to do things like that. But, um, you know, get help. 
Like what? A, I mean, I don't know his mental health status. Obviously, it's right. not that great, but for the, I don't know, just seems like a kind of an extreme response to something that's so trivial. Like I, f- I faked a giant video, you know, like. But I don't know what else he had going on in his life either, because <laughs> I know it got deep. Like he went into like showing unmarked vehicles outside of his house and shit and all sorts of things like it's supposed to be the cia or right. whatever yeah i did i did see that the y files just just uh covered it i haven't listened to it yet it's a pretty long episode but i thought about diving into it to see what it see what it was and i mean it's it's 100 possible that that conclusion's wrong man i mean i'm not i'm not here to say that it is or it isn't you know even if tony is 100 convinced that it is that way it doesn't mean that it, it absolutely is unless he, unless he has proof you know, I mean, I'm sure he has more than what I do on the topic, but I'm just kind of reiterating what Tony said. Yeah. Because I thought you know, there for just... a while Tony had reached out to him before it all yeah. culminated in him essentially right. unaliving himself. Everybody wants us to go to the Cecil Hotel. I don't even know if it's open anymore. Probably not. I can't confirm or deny, but I thought I read somewhere where they'd shut it down because it's in such terrible shape. I mean, they did find the body in the water tank, so yeah, serial killers hung out there and shit. So yeah, not really trying to do that. Hang out with serial killers. That'll be fine, unless they're down with waffle crisp. That's whatever. <laughs> now the chat, the chat's talking about Liver King now and. Somebody wants to be the Rocky Mo- <laughs> I can't even talk. Rocky Mountain Oyster King. Huh. Hmm. I'm good. I see. I see. Oh yeah. Virgil says take a listen to the Y files. Pretty much debunks it. I'll have right to check on. it out. Keeps popping up in my YouTube feed, but I just haven't had the time to listen to the whole thing. Um Comet tomorrow for us hollow nerds. Is that the green comet that I keep seeing about, or is that already passed? Why'd I go? Oh, there I am. I wonder why I was uh, so blurry. Blur, blur, blurry. Oh, I want to pop this one up here. It's admirable that you guys don't ever discount these experiences. Makes me wonder how many experiences and stories we haven't heard due to fear of being dismissed or ridiculed. Interestingly enough, Richard, we've been catching a lot of flack about not being what's the word I'm looking for here? Critical enough. Yeah, suspect we, we enough. Don't, we don't critically think at all. We don't fact check and we just take everything <laughs> as is. What is a fact check? Get out of here. And it's all just like subjective. You know, if we take, if we are like, hey, Bigfoot's real, everybody's like, yeah, hell yeah. And then we're like, hey, Santa Claus could be a screen memory or the Faye. People are like, you're fucking stupid. Oh, and twisted. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, they can they can talk as much as they want. It doesn't matter to me. We just laugh at them. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it, but it's it just is whatever, whatever, dude. Yeah, like if you yeah, like, you, like I'm, I'm not concerned. If <clears throat> we love the five star ratings, we love everybody yeah. that gets in there, and we love the ones that give us healthy criticism, things we can improve on. But if you're just gonna complain, we we I'll we talk shit on you. Yeah, nice try. We do. Nice we try. laugh about it. Yeah. So if you're just giving us low ratings for the pure comedy aspect of it to have us laugh at you, then it's working. <laughs> That's big facts. Yeah. Oh, man. We've almost yeah. yacked, yacked out I here. Know. For... I know. You guys want us to open the hall line? Fucking do it. It's already done. It's open now. It's open. It's already done. Let's see what kind of weird shit we can get into. Usually when I start talking, oh, the phone starts fun, ringing, yeah. so... Yeah, no. Solid. You have to get better at that. Uh, no one in here is talking shit. On our, no, our no, five star no, rating, no, 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 no. we've just been getting hammered for believing everything everybody says. Yeah. But like I said, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I didn't oh, hear it. Well, here we go already. Who the fuck am I to say that's not real? Hello. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Look. Hello? 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 Damn, another abduction. All right. So much for that. <laughs> try try again. Yeah. I think the connection was bad or something on your end. Oh. Fired up. Fired up. Hello. Welcome to the night shift. What up, fam? What's going on? Yo, what up? Oh, you know, <laughs> same old, same old. That's right. Hey, I, uh, Steve, I'm the one that commented about your uh, Hell's Gate Bridge in Oxford on Facebook. Mm. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Yeah, that is that is about two miles from my house. Oh no shit. Yeah, went and investigated it with my uh, with my wife. Do you have anything anything wild happen? Well, it was extremely dark. The funny thing about that place is it's right behind a Publix now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so it's boarded up. I mean, as far as like blocked off, but we still went back there and uh, got about three quarters of the way to it. My wife said deuces because she saw uh, shadows moving behind me and was not going to have a part of that. That's that awesome. would be but, creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. But the funny thing is that um, we actually do like some paranormal investigations kind of local. We've done a cemetery before. And there's one place that you should have mentioned on that Alabama episode is the Peerless Saloon in Anniston. Now, that's a place to check out. It used to be a brothel back in the early 1900s, like what 1915, something like that. And uh, now that place is haunted. It's got a little boy spirit that runs around. Uh, and the upstairs where the brothel was, if you go up there and use like a, a spirit box, the ghosts up there or the spirits up there don't really talk to you unless uh, it's a woman talk, doing the talking. I tried for about an hour to get a response from anything up there and uh, didn't really get too much. So I looked at my wife. I was like, well, why don't you start asking some questions? 
And as soon as she started asking questions, it, got, it just started firing off with a female's voice coming through the spirit box. It's pretty cool. That's oh, weird. That sounds awesome. What's it called again? The peer, the peerless saloon. Peerless saloon. Yep. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, that's, that's I'm awesome. one of those people that can kind of talk my way into a place, and maybe I'm not supposed to be at times, but at the same time, <laughs> it kind of worked worked out. They let me investigate, uh, investigate it for free rather than charging because usually they'll charge. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, for those talkative. Are, for those of you that are curious about what we're talking about, check out the the first forty and fifty episode released about uh, Alabama. There's a couple of places on there that I had mentioned. Hell's Gate Bridge. Uh, our guy here lives. It's right in his backyard, basically. So definitely check that out. Oh yeah. Oh, and one other thing that I wanted to um, mention: quick little story. Um. When I first moved to Alabama from Georgia, I rented a shop. Uh, I made it a, a, a fab shop in uh, Hell City, Alabama. And when I first rented the place out, the guy I was renting it from, he said, I just want to tell you something about this place. He said, I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, <laughs> the morgue is right next door <laughs> to the shop. And I was like, well, I don't really care about that. You know, I'm not ever going to be in there at night. Well, things kind of happened to where I was in there at night. And uh, let's just say when there there was a body in the morgue, that shop came alive, literally. It was pretty wild. I'd be in there late at night, and uh, it sounded like there was a, a you know, F4 tornado outside or inside the shop. But as soon as you went outside, it was dead silence and still. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I can imagine that that would I don't know how that would sit with me. It sounded like there's a tornado outside. <laughs> no, it, it was it was Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it it's wild that it, it coincides with whether or not there's a there is a body in the morgue. Oh yeah. If there was if there was no one in the cooler, it was perfectly still, nothing weird. Nothing at all. But as soon as there were two or three bodies in there, it was it was hell. That's so weird. Did, did not like staying in there. Yeah. It was pretty trippy. Maybe the old residents didn't like new residents. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They had a problem with me for some reason. <laughs> that sucks. I would not want any part of that, man. <laughs> no, I didn't either. I didn't ask for it. That's <laughs> to be sure. <laughs> I think some of them followed me to my new house, though, because uh, when we got moved in here, uh, we've got a shadow man that likes to run across the hall. We check, we check him out on a pretty, pretty regular basis. Sounds familiar. Sound, yeah, as I say, it sounds like Steve's house. <laughs> yeah, it's trippy, man, because you can just look down the hall and you'll see him just peek right out and duck his head back in and then he'll shoot across the hall. It's like, dude, I see you. <laughs> Mine's pretty chill. He just walks the same path every day. Oh yeah. Ours comes and goes, man. It's not all the time, but when he's here, he's here. That's so weird. I, I don't, 
that would creep me out when it peeked around the corner at you. That's what would peek me out. Yeah, he, you can just totally see him peek out. Like you can see his shoulder and his head and everything just kind of lean out the doorway uh, and then duck back in, and then he'll run across the hall. Nope. That would creep me out. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole peeking thing. Uh, yeah, like it's like he's spying weird. on you. I'm going to sneak up on these guys. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> nope. It's a trip. Nope. It's a trip. <laughs> but anyway, hey, guys, uh, I love y'all show. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Appreciate there, that. Steve. Hell, yeah. <laughs> but I uh, appreciate y'all guys. Thank you. Everything y'all do. Keep it up. Yes, Thanks, thank buddy. you for calling in and uh, sharing your experience. And Stay safe and stay weird out there, my friend. Always, brother. Have a good one. You too. See ya. Oh, I always, man. I always wonder about spirits and stuff. Like when, whenever you hear about a funeral home being haunted or... Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have... Crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yeah, that's phone ringing already. <laughs> Run it. Hey, hello. Welcome to the night shift. Oh, hey. How are y'all? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. My name is Rebecca. I'm calling from Gulf Breeze, Florida. Awesome. What's up? Hey. Um, so I have a quick story. It's random and weird but i lived in nashville before i moved down here and we were driving to louisville for a kohi concert and we were driving yeah (laughs) through kentucky and kentucky's a little weird if you haven't heard yeah (laughs) yeah i I believe that i have heard that it's strange (laughs) it's a little strange but we uh, like going through back roads and stuff just to explore, just to get off the main road and everything. And we went to this place called Morgantown, Kentucky. And we were hungry. 
looking for a place to eat. And there's this little cafe called Rebecca's Cafe. And that's my name. So I was like, cool. Okay. It's a sign. We got to eat there. So we went there and we're sitting around. And like always, I asked the people, you know, is this place haunted? Do you have any ghost stories? And the people there are like, actually, no, but there's this place next door, which was a florist. And they had strange shit going on upstairs with secret societies and stuff. And we were like, ooh, that's interesting. What What's going on? And they said, well, we don't really know, but you can go ask them. So we went over there and asked them. And they were like, yeah, they used to have this group called the Odd Fellows upstairs in this old building. And they used to be have all this weird shit going on upstairs where they were doing rituals and there's a coffin upstairs and they used to put people in the coffin and there's like a skeleton and there were people riding goats and you could hear (laughs) you could hear the goats upstairs (laughs) and we were like um excuse me what and they're like yeah you want to see (laughs) and we're like well yeah we want to see and so they took us up this long corridor of narrow steps it's like this old southern brick building that you see in every downtown southern town and we walked up these steps and we got to the top and there's a door with this like one of those where you raise the little thing where you can peek out to see like do you know the password or something (laughs) (laughs) it was so weird and so they took us around and it was their storage place for the florist where they stored all their stuff. But they showed us this makeshift coffin with this like Halloween decorative skeleton in it. But they said, yeah, people used to lay in it and do these rituals. And there's this uh, order, International Order of Odd Fellows um, thing in the floor. And they're like, yeah, all the prominent people of the the town, like the lawyers and the uh, whatever, the doctors, they all were part of it. <laughs> it was just so trippy. <laughs> sounds like we, their name is fitting. We have we yeah. have an odd an odd fellows here in town, right across. Really? Yeah, right across from the gym bar, Kyle. There's the the International Order of Odd Fellows building, or it used to be. They used to have a sign out front. Really? But if they're doing goat rodeos, we should probably we should probably stick it out. <laughs> yeah. And then go go lay in a fake coffin. Yeah. <laughs> Try to summon shit. They but, might give you magical powers or something, or control over your town. I'm or, sure it's gonna do something. Do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that I've I'm watching the chat here, and apparently it's an offshoot of the Masons, so. Yeah, well, we never heard about it till then. And then as we were driving out of this little small town, like hooked to nowhere, back roads, I don't even know if it exists, honestly. It could just like, we could go try to look for it and it'd be like, oh yeah, there's no record of this town ever existing. But (laughs) as we were leaving, I realized that the the women's factor of the Oddfellows are the Rebecca's and it's spelled with a K like my name weird <laughs> tripped me out so what you're Sing. saying is you're supposed to join the odd fellows <laughs> it's fate 
Yeah, it's, it's called <laughs> Synchronicities <laughs> Abound. Dude. And now that I'm like learning about this Tartaria shit and mind and Bale did this thing where odd fellows were like in part of the orphans and back in the day and they like oh, such a weird rabbit hole. But anyway, yeah. Well that's an interesting story. We're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to stake out the odd fellows now. Yeah, they can't only better with the we... name. Wow, <laughs> not just a clever name. They sound like they're pretty fucking odd. Well, yeah. Uh, right? I prefer Hollow Cult, though. Oh, good. We do, Hell too. Yeah. <laughs> we, I was actually... I was in Gulf Breeze in uh, June. When did I go to Florida? June? I don't know. Yeah, sometime this summer. We went and stayed at uh, Navarre Beach and drove down to Gulf Breeze. Hoping to see a UFO, right. but I didn't. I know. Oh, that's why I moved down here. I've been disappointed, but I see a lot of weird people. <laughs> Florida is Florida's got that's a share of odd fellows as well. Right. <laughs> Y'all come on. It's like 70 degrees right now. So come oh, on. I would take that. I'm in. It was like Sold. 14 <laughs> this morning. Sold. Oh God. <laughs> Terrible. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. Y'all are awesome. Love your show. Thank you. Always. Yeah, thank you. Y'all have a great night. Feel better, Kyle. I I will try. Thank you. (laughs) Stay safe and stay weird. You too. Okay. Florida is weird central. Well, yeah. yeah, Right across from the gym bar is the the Odd Fellows. Yeah, I'm I'm just not. I'm just not sold on the name. That's not very mystical. <laughs> it's they they uh didn't try very hard. They're like, okay, here's the deal. We're gonna uh make paper mache skull masks. Yeah. And we're gonna lay in coffins and we're gonna have goat rodeo. What's the best name we could put forward? Yeah, they, they dropped the ball on that one. They dropped the ball. There's the All Masons right calling right now. Yep, let's hear what they got to say. Hello, welcome to the night shift. Hey, boys, how's it going? Good, how you doing? What's up? Not too bad. Good. Oh, well, I got a quick one for you. Uh, it's the time that my girlfriend and I just about became a missing 411. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. So, I've been camping pretty much all my life, but, you know, don't like those camp campgrounds. So, sorry, I got to look away from the screen. There's a little bit of lag in there. No worries. Um, but, but yeah, so I've been camping most of my life and usually just find a nice little like nook in the road and just kind of bushcraft it from there, take a knife with me, maybe a hatchet, call it good. Um, so I decide, hey, let's take my girlfriend out and see how she likes it. So we go tenting. She's used to glamping. And then... We find this nice, real nice spot up in the whole rain, uh, the whole rainforest up in, um, just kind of the Olympic Peninsula in Washington. And, I mean, rainforest. We're not like expecting anything to go well for us, but you know, I kept my wood nice and dry in the back of my car. So I'm carving up some feather sticks, and we find, or we found like this perfect spot just 
completely buried in the back and sorry I'm getting all off track here but when we came in we tried pulling into the first spot that we came into and there was already an RV down there and that's going to come up a little bit later but um, we keep going on the path because we're like okay we don't want neighbors considering what we're planning on doing later tonight and yeah, so we get all set up. I'm trying to get a fire started. As soon as I try getting that fire started, like it just starts pouring down rain. We're like, okay, shit, we'll just set up the tent and get that all figured out. And so, you know, perfect blue water right next to us. We found just the perfect spot, nice and tucked away. We're like, okay, we're going to have a nice night tonight. And like rain starts coming in. Sorry, again, getting all off track. No, you're fine. You're good. You're good. Dark comes in like right after the rain. So we're like, shit, okay, let's just call it an early night. So we pop into the tent. I'm trying to get comfy for maybe half an hour, but then just conk right out and then just wake up the most scared I have ever been. And I mean, like, I've had just large cats driving past or driving past, walking past my tent at night before. And just, you know, as long as I got a knife right next to me, I'm like, okay, I can at least do some damage before I go out. <laughs> so wasn't too worried then. But for some reason, just woke up pitch dark. I can't see my hand two inches in front of me. And I'm just freaking out <laughs> more than I ever have. So I open up the tent, pop out for a smoke, and... My girlfriend wakes up and she goes, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, uh, I, I can't take it right now. I've never, never been this just unsettled. I can't tell what the hell's going on. It's completely silent out except for the rain pitter pattern on the tent. And she's like, oh, that's, that's fucking weird. So I'm like, I, I can't take this right now. I light up another cigarette and I'm like, okay, let's get the lamp. Set back to the car, which is like a good 200 feet walk away from us. And she's freaking out because we turn on the lamp. There's this big old like stump that just looks like a man holding a cane right in front of our tent. Sorry, dog's attacking me now. And so all sorts of just creepy shit going on. We managed to like get back to the car in the rain. And yeah. I, I just can't explain it, but I have never been that freaked out. And then I'm talking to her when we finally managed to get back to the car. She's freaking out. She's like, I just, I swear I keep seeing stuff walk past the window. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, just, just calm down, get some sleep. We'll head out in the morning. And yeah. So she wakes up or she wakes up the next morning. She's like, okay. Yeah. I didn't want to tell you to like freak you out any more than you were, but like, I was having some sort of out of body experience when I was like sleeping last night, right before you woke me up to have a cigarette. And like, I felt myself like floating. I looked down and I saw both of us just kind of sleeping there. And then like, I saw you wake up and start freaking out. And so I came back too. And then, you know, we walk out, turn on the lamp and there's that creepy like stump right in front of us. Looks like a, seven foot dude carrying a staff <laughs> and that just kind of 
made the trip back to the 200 foot walk back to the car seemed all the more fun. <laughs> and so anyway, we're driving out, we get all of our shit picked back up and like are driving out. And I was trying to find that RV to like give me a bearing point on where the road that we came in on was and the road that they had gone down was not there. Like we got to the road that we came in from before I saw it and we're like, I look at her, I'm like, did you, did you see the road where that RV was? Cause I was like looking for that specifically. So I knew where the fuck we were going. And she's like, wait, no, what? And then we drive back to where that should have been. And yeah, there is no road leading to where that RV was. We're both just going back and forth like, oh, what the hell? I definitely remember seeing that yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> that's but, <laughs> fucking weird. I'm thinking that I'm thinking that RV took our place. And she's like, if we had done what we were thinking about doing, I don't think we <laughs> would have made it out that night. <laughs> That's, that's creepy, man. My first question was going to be if there was any sound, but you already covered that. All you heard was the pitter patter of the rain on the tent. Ah, oh, man, that four one one phenomenon is just—I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. It's weird. There's some so I mean, weird shit going on. I mean, I've I've like kind of ran this through my head over and over again, just like, okay, how the hell do I tell this story? But just getting it, getting to it now, I'm all nerves. I'm like, I. Yeah, I just go back to waking up and I'm like putting my hand right in front of my face, like two inches away, and can't see Jack. <laughs> oh, that freaked me out too, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just the sheer darkness. Uh, that would freak me out. And then, like you said, I mean, if there's other cases where people have that doom feeling, you know, out of nowhere, seemingly nowhere. There's nothing going on, but there is something going on. You know. Yeah. I, I guess yeah <laughs> and being law like being in the woods anyway is kind of sketch but being like <laughs> being in the woods and then getting disoriented in the woods that's a whole different feeling yeah that is just terrifying yep. and the whole the whole road disappearing is just I yeah i mean we're even, still both trying to figure that out <laughs> yeah, what, do you, what do you even do with that like that's a pathway to another dimension or some shit. Yeah, well, I think you covered a story similar to that, Steve. Whenever the lady, I think it was a lady, lady or husband, one of the other two, one of them, they went walking down the path and then they disappeared and the, the other ones was looking for them and they couldn't find them and then she magically reappeared later on. It was brother and sister. Yeah. And they, she could hear, she could hear other people and she saw other people in the woods but they would not acknowledge that she was there oh that's... Almost, almost like she slipped through the veil to yeah. or was looking into another veil or some something like that but she could hear them talking she could even hear the searchers looking for her talking close <laughs> but she couldn't see him it's the woods are weird imagine that that would be a terrible terrible situation yeah i mean i've 
I've had a couple situations where I'm like, did I just slip into an alternate reality? But like nothing that crazy. Yeah. For <laughs> Hopefully that's not what happened to your friends in the RV. <laughs> yeah. They were okay. there, but they weren't. No kidding. Anyway, thanks for taking my call, boys. Absolutely. Stay weird. You too, yeah. buddy. Stay safe and stay weird out there, friend. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not about that life either. I used to. Tra- I used to trape around in the woods a lot, but not so much anymore. Yeah. We got one. Yep. Hello, welcome to the night shift. Yo. Oh shit! Y'all really answer? Yes, sir. Oh, this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> just figured uh Y'all my favorite podcast by Thank far. You. Hell yeah. Uh, got a confession to make. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, y'all remember when a guy called in and said he shit on himself? I think so, yeah. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you, have, you cleaned your, have you cleaned yourself up? I'm, I'm, I'm a little better, man. That's good. That's good. That's good. Solid. That's good. We all, we all got to learn and, you know, make good on our mistakes. <laughs> right. I'm better. I'm better now. That's good. Uh, I don't know how, but I am. <laughs> I figured I'd call and y'all. Uh, I don't know. It's not really a Bigfoot experience. Maybe. Uh, it was about four years ago or something. Three or four years ago. We was out. We'd go out and bullshit on top of the hill somewhere on rider four-wheelers and um, heard knocking out in the distance, and it just slowly kept coming in closer and closer and closer. This went on for a long time, and uh, at, at first it was just kind of been anything, and then we was like, man, it's, it's got to be a Bigfoot or some shit, and uh, went on and on. We, we even turned a four-wheeler around so we could flip lights on, and, and it was close, and there was nothing there, uh, and it, it was almost like it would move. 150, 200 yards instantly, like snap of a finger from, from right in front of us to way over here. And it could have been two different things, you know, could have been two of them or whatever. Um, and then, uh, and I would holler at it, like, you know, just make it like a big Sasquatch scream, I guess you'd say. And uh, it beat back. I'd holler, it beat back. This went on for 15, 20 minutes. Kindly started getting freaked out. <clears throat> And uh, I said, I got one more in me. And we screamed. There was six, six or seven of us up there at night. And I give one more scream. And whatever it was, scream back. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know where to start, what it sounded like. It was almost that my hands went numb. It scared me so bad. Terrified me. That is, I, man, I just recently read a theory that, the wood knocks, what we're associating with wood knocks, them them banging on trees, aren't wood knocks at all. It's something, some sort of vocalization that they can do with yeah. with their throats and their vocal cords they use to communicate with one another. I don't know. I don't know if there's any uh, like actualization to that, but once I got to thinking about it with the infrasound and stuff all coming together as far as Bigfoot sightings go, that would be. Yeah just the idea of them making those because i've heard wood knocks too when we were out camping with my youngest boy it woke me up in our tent in series of threes and it's it is it's 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 bizarre man 
I don't know what I'd do if I heard it scream. <laughs> it was a, it was a, uh, I, I can't really can, I really don't know what to compare it to. It was, it wasn't like a howl. It was a, it was a full, to me anyway, out of six of us, uh, one person says they, they heard an, uh, like more of a howl. But it was a scream to me. I mean, it was like almost demonic sound. It, it scared the shit out of me, I'll be honest. My hands went numb, uh, and we hauled ass out of there. Uh, wide open. That's... Uh, I hear this you is an Eastern of... so it, it could have could have been a damn dog, man. Who knows? Oh, shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, you never know. No. No, you don't. And I, it would even it would freak me out more that knowing that there's more than one of them out there. It could have been. Oh. It was almost like, and it never heard any footsteps or, and, and we're talking uh, at one point, if you just envision like we're at a top of the mountain uh, and it's a flat and there's a tree line where a road's at maybe 60 yards away, 75 tops. Uh, at one point, it was right there, right at the tree line. And, uh, and then it would snap of a finger, it'd be 200 yards away. But it could have been two just at different times. Right. But the the screen to me sounded like it was within 100 yards. It was very close. And they say they can move exceptionally fast. It does not take them long to to track distance. uh, The same spot I'm talking about, we we would see lights sometimes. I I know a lot of people put that together. Uh, Seen a lot of crazy shit up there, really. It's just a creaky. It's It's a pretty place, but it's creepy. Um, it. How close is it to uh, the LBL, the land between the lakes? Uh, that's that's completely opposite end of the state. Uh, right on. Uh, I don't know if y'all. Uh, I know y'all heard of uh, the maybe a little boy they claim got killed by a dog man or whatever. I, I don't know. Uh, in Kentucky. Yeah. That's about twenty minutes away from me or so in St. Oh, County. Wow. Oh shit. Yeah, so he's all crazy shit. I'd say. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, that's right in your backyard. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> that's crazy wild, shit. man. Kentucky, but what a wild, wild place. Yeah. <laughs> well, appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely, brother. Yeah, yeah thank you for again. calling. All right, I'll try not to shit on myself anymore. Appreciate it. Good deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right on, brother. <laughs> stay Later. safe and stay weird out there. Yeah, it it makes me makes me wonder about the old uh, throat knocks. Yeah, I never heard that before. I just read it. I would be within surprised last, within the last week or so, maybe two. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest with you. It's, if they were able, they were capable of doing that, especially with how big they are. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean it wouldn't take them much to to be able to pull that off. Yeah. That'd be terrifying, though, to hear one scream like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hello. Welcome to the night shift. Hey, how's it going, dude? Good. How are you? How are you? Oh, hanging in there. Love the show, guys. Good. Thank you. Kind of got a cool ghost story for you. All personal right. one. Let's hear yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in uh, eastern coastal North Carolina. Um, we'll say this started about... 13 years ago, I guess. Uh, living in a house, a couple buddies, roommates. 
uh, we were all in the restaurant industry, so we kind of got off a little later. Uh, roommates, uh, brother and friend were coming in town to hang out, you know, go out, whatever. We don't have to get there. We ended up actually going separate ways. Uh, we went out to the bar. I think they, to be honest, went to the strip club. Uh, we all got back a little late. But we you know, all went to bed. We had work in the morning. Got up that morning. Everything was cool, normal. Um, the 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 brother was asleep in one room. We had to put an air mattress out for the friend in the living room. And uh, I actually sat down on the air mattress uh, to get to put my shoes on to go to work. Went to work. Everything was great. Um, got a call from uh, the guys at the house. A few hours later, the the friend that had uh, came to stay the night on the air mattress come to find out had passed away. Oh, passed wow. away in the middle, oh, yeah, damn. passed away in the middle of the night, aspirated. Uh, I when I had sat down on the air mattress, he was already gone. Didn't know it. Oh shit, that's terrible. It was a wild, uh, you know, wild story. Like not one of those things you expect. Um. So, you know, that happened. Uh, we were we were all kind of, you know, into the, the paranormal thing, interested in, you know, ghosts, all the shows, all that kind of stuff was kind of getting big at the time. Uh, didn't really think too much about it. We, uh, we, we, you know, one night, beers, hey, let's see, maybe he's still here, who knows, because it was such a sudden traumatic event. Nothing really happened. All right, cool. Our lease was up, moved out of the house. Me and the the friend that uh, whose brother had came down, we uh, both moved into the next house together. Still roommates. Kind of talked about it here and there, you know, you know, shitty situation. Well, uh, one day I'd gotten home from work. It was evening. It's probably you know after ten. Again, restaurant industry. I knew I was the only person in the house. I'm getting ready to go back out, um, you know, head to the bar or whatever. Had just gotten out of the shower, getting ready in the bathroom. And all of a sudden I clearly heard somebody clear their throat. Like, you know, just the enough. So it made me stop what I was doing and turn around. I then realized I was the only person in the house and there's literally no way anybody cleared their throat behind me. Thought that was weird. Kind of just chalked it up to like, Hey, not a big deal. But of course, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, all right, friend, of you know, a good buddy or friend of a friend just passed away, you know, less than a year ago in the house we were in. It, it kind of struck a chord. But, you know, didn't think too much about it. Went out to the bar. Told everybody about it. They're like, you know, some people were like, hey, yeah, cool. Others like, no, you're just an idiot. Whatever. Not too much later after that, you know, a couple months, I, I told the story a couple times. We told people, you know, what had happened. You know, friends have asked what had happened at the house. You know, such as I passed away. Here's what happened. Um, 
we're all hanging out. We have a few people over. And I'm actually telling the story of like, hey, you know, this this freaked me out in my house. Uh, heard somebody clear their throat, turned around, nobody was there, freaked me out. As I'm literally, as I'm telling the story, we hear every cabinet open and shut in our kitchen. One after yeah. another. Open, shut, open, shut, open, shut, open, shut. I'm talking to a friend of ours. She's sitting on the couch as I'm telling the story. I'm standing up like behind the behind the couch telling her, you know, hey, yeah, you get throat. Guy died, you know, an house prior. Not really sure what happened. And all these doors open and shut one after another. And she turns and looks at me. Her jaw drops, loses her shit, runs into the garage where all of her friends are. And my friend, I, I don't mind saying his name, my friend Chad comes running inside. And it's like, why does it never happen to me? Why does it only happen to you? That's not fair. I'm like, dude, I don't know. But every door in our kitchen, every every uh, cabinet door in our kitchen just opened and shut. And our friend Britt just, just saw it or heard it. <laughs> to this day, no explanation. Nobody else was in the house. No idea what happened. I mean, I feel like homeboy was getting your attention, man. <laughs> Maybe that's what makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, like nobody else was believing him, so he's like, "All right, watch, watch this. I got you, we son. Got, you know, we got you. I got you." That's kind of that's kind of the thought a lot of us had. Um, tight knit group of friends. We knew something had gone down, something very traumatic, something that was unexpected. Um, a lot of us chalked it up to that and just were like, we talked about it. We had talked about it so much up until that point to where it was almost like we were not expecting something to happen, but we're almost asking for something to happen. And when, when it happened, Everybody was like, "Well, shit. <laughs> how how do you how do you explain it other than it's what we've been asking for?" Yeah. So, I mean, one of those could, things, I guess, right? For sure, it could it could just be something as as subtle as uh, them letting you know, like, "Hey, still keeping an eye on on the crew, you know, I'm still still hanging out, still around. Don't you guys forget about me?" No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, after that, we really kind of, we, I think we all sat, I, from what I can remember, again, it's been a handful of years ago, but we kind of all sat down and was like, hey, dude, still here, still remember you, you're good to go. Uh, I hate that it happened because it was, you know, unfortunately, you know, it was a uh, situation where he, I don't think he expected to go either and uh, just kind of addressed it and said, hey, if you're here, you're welcome to hang. But also, you're good to go too, because you know that's what you're supposed to do, I guess. Maybe, <laughs> but uh, yeah. they're all now. It's been kind of clean and clear. We've all kind of gone our separate ways. But uh, it was it was one of those it was one of those scenarios where you're like, I've seen this shit on TV, I've heard the stories. This one happened to me, and I have no idea what else it could have been. Yeah, that's that's kind of the the boat I'm in. It seems it almost seems like 
after you mentioned it, maybe maybe they didn't realize to the full extent that they had passed. They were just still, you know, trying to trying to show everybody else that they're still around. And maybe after you had that little kind of sit down and let them know, hey, you're good. To, you're good to go. Kind of kind of gave them the boost they needed to get to where they need to be. Yeah, I mean, and that's the hopeful thing, right? Absolutely. If, that, if that's if that's how it goes down, you want you want people to be at peace with it. So, absolutely. Hopefully, pl- played that part, but uh, dudes, I listen to you guys all the time. Love the show. You guys do it the right way. Uh, honestly, surprised I got got to be on the show today, but uh, thanks for taking the time. Absolutely, brother. Thank you for calling in and uh, rest in peace to your friend, man. It's a, absolutely. That was a rough story. Oh yeah, definitely rest in peace to him. But uh, appreciate appreciate the time. Absolutely, buddy. Yeah, thank you for calling in. Stay safe and stay weird. Absolutely. Yeah, that that was a heavy one, man. I know it that took sucks. Like, I could not. Turn. I could not imagine like sitting down to tie my shoes on an air mattress, and then like homies, homies been gone. You know, like, dude, that sucks. It's awful. Well, looks like we got our last call of the night. Hello. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. How's it going, guys? This is Bert. What's up, buddy? Bert, what up? Oh, I got another story I was told in the chat I should call in with. Let's hear it. You got you got to listen to the holocult. Got to listen. Um, This one is not paranormal. Okay. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with any cryptid that I know of anyways. But um, my parents, years ago, before I was even born, uh, they were heading up to Rapid City to a campsite, go camping with some friends. I can't remember the exact year, but I do know it before I was born, so probably the 80s. And uh, I can't remember what kind of vehicle they were in. All I know is some kind of a car with a bench seat in the front and a bench seat in the back. And they come across these hitchhikers and they're over by Murdo, South Dakota, and the man and the woman. I think I might have told you guys this story before. No? I have no idea. I don't know. Keep going. I don't, I don't think I've heard it. Okay, so um, my dad gets this weird vibe from this dude. The guy seems sketchy as hell. So my dad starts driving, basically leaning back, you know, looking at these guys the entire time, one hand on the wheel, staring in the back seat, talking to him, you know, making small talk. Where are you guys from? And where are you guys going? How long have you been hitchhiking out here on the road and shit like that? And the girl, she seemed sketched out the entire time. She wasn't saying anything, you know, unless you ask her a question and that was only short yes or no answers. And my dad noticing that this guy looked like he was reaching for something all the time. And Rapid City from Murdo was probably two and a half hours. And this entire time, this guy, you know, he's making small talk he's not being terrible chatted but he's definitely answering my dad's questions and looks like he's reaching for something so my dad just keeps eyeballing him and my mom is you know she's getting sketched out because they don't know who the hell these people are and the entire time this woman's not making hardly any noise so they get up to rabbit city they make it all the way to the campsite they drop them off before they go to their campsite because they're meeting up with friends and you give them the old yeah we'll see you guys later and you guys have a good one, travel safe, and head out. They go and uh, meet up with their friends. They spend a night. The next day after they 
wake up, they go out and they eat at like a Denny's or something. I can't remember what restaurant. But the TV's on, and sure enough, on the news, the campsite that they were at, somebody was uh, murdered and robbed, and they had a picture of the guy. And sure enough, it was a guy that was hitchhiking with him. No shit. And you did not tell me this. Okay. I should have, but this uh the girl that was with him apparently was uh kidnapped. Oh so that's why she wasn't making any noise. He basically told her, like, you say anything to these people, I'm gonna kill them and I'm gonna kill you. Oh my god. I almost I almost said that. I'm like, I wonder if he's holding her captive, you know, since she's real short yeah. with everybody. What? Yeah, dude. And yeah, it's just insane. Uh, I remember my mom told me that because they went out to eat and they're, you know, sitting there drinking coffee and just talking and they're with their friends and they kind of look up and they're like, what the hell? So they, you know, they really start paying attention and yeah, it was one of the creepiest times. That's insane. I remember crazy. My parents, they had a few different run-ins with some weirdos out on the road. Well, I, I wish I when you pick a bunch of randos up on the side of the road. <laughs> My dad was the king of giving people rides. I oh, mean, I love the thought of it. I really do. Like, I love the idea of helping people. But, bro, people are nuts. People are nuts. You have to be careful. My dad made me laugh because, like, I remember the story. I was in high school, and there was a guy hitchhiking out in, from our town to the next town over. And we're in a single-cab truck. And my dad's like, all right, we're going to give this guy a ride. And I'm thinking, okay, but it's like weather like it is right now, freezing out. So we pulled over and dad asked, where are you guys going? Where are you going? And the guy's like, oh, next town up. So my dad looked at me. He said, get in the back. And I'm like, what? So I had to ride in the back of the truck. Well, he let that guy sit in the front of the truck <laughs> while I was out freezing the entire time. No. <laughs> Thanks, <Sick>. dad. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible, terrible move. Oh, I do remember dude. my mom and dad told me they were out on one other, a different road one time whenever they were younger and, you know, first getting together kind of thing. And they did have an experience with something flying over their car out in the middle of nowhere kind of thing. He never went out straight and said it was a UFO, but that's kind of where they were leaning towards with the entire thing. I wish they were still around so I can get some more information for you guys, but sure. And then the last experience that they had on the road that they told me that was weird. I mean, they traveled to California, so and they drove all over the hell, all over the place. But my dad was laying down in the vehicle like they they had an Astro van, and he was laying down in the passenger side taking a nap while my mom was driving. They're on the back road over by Pine Ridge, South Dakota, and. This guy pulls up next to my mom in a truck, and he's just some beetle bull truck, and he's waving what looks like a police badge, yelling, pull over, pull over. Not a police car at all. And my mom was just shaking her head. Not a chance. You know, no. I'm good. And this guy's like, <laughs> he's keeping up with her. You know, he's like really honking his horn, waving his fake badge in her face. And eventually my dad wakes up, and he's like, what the hell is going on? And he leans up to see, you know, well, this guy wants me to pull over. So dad pulls his seat and lifts himself up and he looks over and the guy sees my dad and he's like, Oh shit, this is not just some old lady who's by herself. So he like slammed on the brakes and he was gone. That was my mom was smart not to pull over. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Dude. That's see yeah. this this is why serial killers had it so easy 
in yeah. the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Because okay, they're like, yeah. yeah, we'll just, just pick them up, hell with it. You yeah. Know? The oh, security cameras so are not a real big thing. Yeah, there's no people were always trusting it seemed. Yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's that's wild. It's one of those like one-off stories where like it's terrifying and, and it is has nothing to do with paranormal, which is yeah, no awesome. <laughs> not awesome that they could have been murdered, but awesome that <laughs> it's they one of those things that shows you that story. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah. It's one of those things that shows that people are like one of some of the scariest things out there. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's for sure. I'd yeah. much rather give a Sasquatch a ride than yeah, <laughs> murder. I, I would stop. I would stop for a Sasquatch. Yeah, like, get in, bro. Yep. That's. I'm, I'm not picking nobody up. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm good. No, no, I don't blame anybody for mm-hmm. that. So, no sir. That's All right. Wild. Well, I figured I call in because the chat was telling me I should call in with it. So, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> it's good to hear from you, Bert. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you too. Stay safe out there, my oh, friend. Thank you guys again for the support, by the way. You guys are awesome. Absolutely, buddy. You All got right. it, man. Later. Later. See ya. It reminds me of a... Uh, I was watching this horror movie anthology, right? And um, it was centered around this man who was picking up hitchhikers and killing them. And he collected their road signs. So he sees this hitchhiker. Sure enough, he pulls, turns around, picks him up, and this hitchhiker has a backpack. They end up getting a flat tire. So he's like, hey, you know, the tire iron's in the trunk. Can you go get it for me? So the hitchhiker gets out of the car and goes in the back, and when he gets in the back of the trunk, he sees this box full of other hitchhiker signs. So he's like, oh, shit. This is not a, not a good thing going on. Well, in the meantime... The dude driving the car, the OG serial killer, is ruffling, rifling through this dude's backpack to see if he has any weapons. And this dude's backpack is full of people's license plates. Oh, boy. Where he was a hitchhiking serial killer, killing people and collecting their plates as trophies. And it, it ended with this. this it they, ended with Power Man 5000. They're fighting each other, right? So they got two serial killers. Glide. You got these two serial killers fighting each other, and this big ass RV pulls up and just runs them both over because they kept focusing on this little, they kept focusing on this uh, air freshener that was hanging from the OG serial killer's mirror. And this old couple is in this RV, hits them both, kills them. They're panning there as they're driving. They're like, man, these roads just aren't safe anymore. You know, everybody's out to hurt everybody else. And as they pan back through the RV, the whole back of the RV is full of air fresheners, and one of them was his, where they'd kill everybody and collected their air fresheners. I wish I could remember what fucking anthology that was, but that sounds ridiculous. I uh, his, his stories reminded me of uh, some of the ones I've heard around here. I remember my now one, this one isn't particularly a driving one, but my grandma and grandpa, which my, if you know my grandma, she is diehard religious she'll never lie ever she always tells the truth sweetest old lady but uh she told me that, well i didn't tell me told my mom about how whenever she was oh i can't even remember how many years ago but she saw a uh a ufo out in the field behind their house because she, she didn't see the ufo per se but she saw bright lights lighting up the field 
and there's no reason that the field should have been let up. And then I believe my dad told me when he was younger, he heard a story where somebody had a, I don't remember exactly the details, but I remember him saying they found somebody's truck out in the middle of a field and there was no possible way for that truck to have driven there. Like they, there was no tire tracks. There were no like ran over crops. It was just this truck out in the middle of nowhere. And it is not a truck that had been sitting there for years. Like it was no tracks or anything, no tracks, no nothing. It looked like somebody had just dropped it off. That's fucked up. That's fucked I mean, that, that would be fucking bizarre. So my dad, my dad has a story and I, he doesn't talk about it very much. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show or not, but I think he I doesn't tell it very often. Is. But my mom brings it up quite often. So my dad, my dad for years and years and years went over the road truck driver. And he doesn't talk about weird stuff very often. A big fan of Art Bell, always listened to it, always was uh, in tune with the phenomenon, but didn't have a lot of experience he saw some weird lights in the sky but nothing he could really like iterate on but one one story that stood out to him was he was younger i don't even know if it was when i was born or not but he didn't get into specifics but he said he was going through a really rough time in his life had a lot of turmoil in his life just really contemplating what he was doing where he was going the choices he was making all that stuff so he's driving down this this empty stretch of road i can't remember what state it was in he sees this man in blue jeans and a flannel shirt hitchhiking, thumbing. And my dad does not pick up hitchhikers. Just just drives right past him. Not a, not a, didn't even think twice about it. Just just drives past him. And he said about a half hour later, something in his rig malfunctions, blows a hose or something, shuts his truck completely down. He pulls over to the side of the road go keep in mind. He had been traveling probably 60, 70 miles an hour for half an hour past this hitchhiker. So my dad gets out, sees a blown hose and he's like, fuck, you know, I can't, I'm gonna have to call somebody, try to get somewhere to get, to get someone to help me. And he's like, all the only thing I even had to try to repair this hose was some duct tape. And he said, I knew it wasn't going to hold. It wasn't even worth my time fixing. He said, I wasn't out of the truck three minutes. The man that I passed in the blue jeans and the red flannel walks around the corner of my truck. And he goes, hey, why didn't you pick me up? My dad's like, you know, I, I don't pick up hitchhikers. He's like, it's just a rule, a rule of the road that I have. I just don't do it. He's like, I, and the guy's like, well, I could have, could have, could have really needed some help back there. And um, my dad's like, it's, it's nothing personal. I just don't, don't pick up hitchhikers. So the guy's like, all right, I, that's fair enough. He's like, if I can get your truck going, can you give me a ride to the nearest town? My dad's like, you're not going to get this truck going. He's like, the only thing I have that could possibly even remotely fix it is this roll of duct tape, and it is not going to hold. The guy's like, give me the tape. And the whole time, my dad's just talking to him like, you're wasting your time, you're wasting your time. Sure enough, the dude patches the hose, gets it together. My dad is 100% sure that as soon as he starts this engine up, it's going to just run through this hose. Fires it up, truck's running like a charm. My dad's like, no fucking way, right? So he's like, all right, deal's a deal. He's like, I'll give you a ride to the next town. 
And he said the whole way there, this guy just started talking about aspects of my dad's life that he should not have known. Kind of telling my dad, you need to get your get your shit together. You need to start doing this better. You need to start doing this better. And the whole the next town was like 30 minutes away. And this whole time, this guy was just giving my dad life tips about things that went on. Like, like this dude had been watching my dad's life for the last few years. So as they pull in to this truck stop gas station, as soon as they pull in, hose blows out again. So my dad's like, man, what are the chances of that holding just long enough to us to get here? So he goes out, pops the hood, and he's thinking about what this man had said and about how he'd helped him and everything. And he's like, I walk, I hear the door shut on the passenger side of the rig. And he goes, I walk around to thank the guy. You know, his, I took it, his advice to heart and I really, I'm really starting to rethink my life. And he says, no sooner did I hear the door shut, I walk around and the guy's gone. Never saw him again. Just completely gone. That is crazy. And my, my dad's not like, my dad's a no nonsense kind of guy. Right. And to hear, cause even when my mom brings him up and gets him to talk about it, he's like, there's nothing to talk about. You know, it's like, it just, just, what happened happened. I probably just missed him. But whenever he gets into it, you're like, holy shit. I mean, if the guy knew aspects of your life that he shouldn't have, like, that would weird me out, dude. Like, if homie just started being like, hey, Kyle, man, I know you need to. I mean, first of all, how the fuck do you know my name? First of all, how the fuck did you get 30 miles? Right, yeah, there's massive red flag one. Four minutes, you know? And then, and then he starts telling me about all my bad life choices. And you're like, yeah, I know. I know. But you shouldn't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I get it. You know, right. up. Do you want to ride or not? <laughs> like, Lay off I, will, I, I will pull I will this truck, this truck over around. <laughs> That's right. I'll drop your ass off where I found you. But it's... uh. Yeah, my dad says that's probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened to him. And I'm like, it is a weird story. Oh, I, fucking, I think so. It is a weird story. It kind of it kind of reminds me of your your tarot encounter. Yeah, just kind of different, but in the same vein. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Maybe that's what your dad needed to hear at the time. I think so. Yes, he Might said it, been, he said dude. it was. He's like, I completely reevaluated my life from that point on. It's crazy how them things reach out and get you. Yeah. When you when you least expect it, but you need it the most, it's like boom. It's weird, dude. And it'll leave you so confused. That's what happened yeah. to me. But I was I was just in I was I was completely joyful when mine happened. Because it did. It hit me right out of it was just a left hook out of nowhere. Fucking haymaker. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is exactly what I needed to hear. Yep. And it always, I mean, it seems, it seems to happen like that. Right. Strange. But it's also that time, Holocult. It is, unfortunately. Seems like we just jump on here and then it's just over. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Steve talked. If this keeps getting bigger, we might have to expand the hours of hair. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to we, show growth. Yeah, we were solid, solid triple digits all night tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. You guys are, you guys are putting in the work, sharing the show. It's absolutely it's showing. Absolutely. Again, 
We want to thank you all for hanging out, keeping the chat wild, keeping the holophone popping off. Thank you for everybody that called in tonight. We were all over the place. Had some Florida, had some, what was that, North Carolina, Alabama. Kentucky. Kentucky. There was one from Washington. Bunch of good stuff. Um, But we definitely appreciate each and every one of you. This is a highlight of my week, getting to hear the weird and just hang out with all of my friends here in the cult. I will do that, Gypsy. I will do that. As soon as I get off here, I am going to bed. Yeah. And uh, as we always do, make sure to check out all the independent content creators oh. that hang out with us. Everybody. Uh, oh, damn. We're, we're on the strange road. Coming Monday. Keep an eye on that. Let's go. Sports strange road. Appalachian and Appalachian, Appalachian intelligence. Mm. Uh, Bert, local legends. Things Bigfoot twisted. Society, uh, paranormal trucker. Everybody, everybody that you see in here that is a content creator, show them some hollow love. For sure. Everybody's out there doing the work, putting the work in, busting their ass, doing what, doing what we love to get yep. the weird out. So. Yep. And thanks to all of you, everybody in here. I see Emily and Outlaw, oh, yeah. a bunch of you guys, Darth. Yeah, thanks to everybody from the uh, the Discord that kicks it, everybody from Facebook that kicks it. It's cool to see yeah. all a bunch of hollow uh, sky old heads in here. For sure. And a bunch of the new faces, too. There's a bunch of people I hadn't seen here before. Yeah. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, but again, show, show everybody love. Like I said. Please. Fuck with people that fuck with us. That's how it goes. That's right. That's right. And uh, everybody, stay safe, stay weird. And until next time, don't pick up any murderous hitchhikers. <laughs>